welcome back to American Daisy. Today I would like to talk about Selena Gomez's documentary, My Mind and Me. But before I dive into her documentary, I would like to give a trigger warning. This podcast will talk about mental health, suicide, bipolar, lupus, a lot of serious subjects. So if any of this is too much for you, feel free to turn off the podcast and do whatever you need to do to take care of your own mental health because that is really important to your self-care do whatever you need to do so now that I said that let's start talking about Selena Gomez's documentary I just want to say I'm a huge fan of her and I have been my whole for most of my life and I've looked up to her but I had no idea about how much pain and suffering she had in her life and she truly shows all of her vulnerable moments through her journey of discovering her lupus, her career, her bipolar, and how all of that impacted her life. So Selena Gomez, this documentary of her life was filmed over seven years of her life Selena Gomez is a very popular actress, singer, producer, philanthropist. Selena Gomez was diagnosed with lupus in 2014 and was struggling with that a lot. And she went to rehab and fell off the grid for a little while. But she needed a kidney transplant and none of her family members were a match. And she didn't want to reach out and tell anyone because she didn't want to burden them, but one time she broke down in tears and told her best friend Francia what was going on, and her friend Francia gave her a kidney, and during that surgery there were some complications, so it was a long recovery process, but Selena's career, she's been working since age seven when she booked Barney and Friends. She still remembers the exact time that she got it there's a picture of her on the phone sitting next to her grandma during a music award show she got an award and she made a speech and I remember her speech very vividly she said I don't want to see your bodies on Instagram I want to see what's in here I want to see your hearts and your personality and who you are. If there's one thing you should know about me, even if you don't like me very much, is that I deeply care about people. And she has talked about through the documentary how she deeply cares about all her friends and family. And she's very close to all her friends and how, what an amazing support system she has. And she wouldn't have gotten through her lupus and her diagnosis without and the suffering and pain without the amazing support system that she has. So speaking of her support system, she is very close to her mom and her cousin that she grew up with. There's videos of them playing together as children. They went to the same high school together. She's very close to her mom and her grandparents because her grandparents helped a lot with raising her because her mom was still in school because she was 16. So while her mom was in school or how when her mom was working, her grandparents took care of her. She went to her old high school and 
she said like this was a cafeteria this is where i sat this was my locker and everyone was thrilled to see her and she said i didn't have very many friends i was a shy kid but no one messed with me because my cousin was popular and she was a cheerleader she gave a speech to some of the classes and she signed autographs gave a lot of people hugs she was very sweet to everyone and she said remember your teachers aren't that bad and then she also said go for your dreams do what you want to do your worst critic critic will will be yourself the only person to say no to you very often most often is yourself so remember to be kind to yourself when she went on her revival tour shortly after after her lupus diagnosis she was very shaken up and they also showed how the fame because she was very famous and paparazzi and everyone wanting to know everything about her life and people not letting go about the Justin Bieber breakup everyone was constantly pounding her and asking her shoving cameras in her face and pushing her around and videotaping her while she was crying in vulnerable moments paparazzi would do this one time she said to the paparazzi very politely in her documentary can i just go get food can you just like not bother me can i just go get food in peace like that would be really nice can you please just leave me alone she said it in the most sweetest calmest possible way and all of that really took a toll on her mental health and they showed like how many headlines and how many gossip and how many cameras and it seemed extremely overwhelming during her tour also she was very self-conscious she didn't like her outfit she didn't like how she looked she didn't like how she sang but her friends and her team always reassured her you look amazing and she said when am i going to be enough the way i am people want me to collab with justin bieber people want me to collab when will i be enough by myself i don't want she said i don't want john i don't want john to regret signing me and he said no 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 you're great like don't worry about it and th- during the tour in one of her concerts when she was singing her song who says she was almost in tears because everyone was singing the song who says you're not perfect who says you're not presidential who says who says and they're all singing it at her and hearing everyone said say her songs and saying that she's perfect and that who says you're not this she was very touched by that and i remember i went to that concert i don't i went to the revival tour and i remember it being like amazing concert and i've been waiting for her to tour again but like i just loved her concert so much but looking at how confident and how beautiful and how powerful she was on stage i i i don't think people could know how much pain and emotional suffering she was going through she also told her team that she had to check her blood pressure very regularly because of her blood pressure got too high she could have a stroke and they're like oh my god let's make sure that doesn't happen and she said because of my lupus i have to continually check my blood pressure and that was just seeing how many how doubtful she was about her talent and how how she looked 
was so mind-blowing to me because she looks so beautiful. She said, a girl crippled with anxiety during her tour who cries alone and smiles in public. And I think, especially being in the spotlight with everyone's opinions and everyone wanting to know every single thing about your life. She said, it's exhausting having every single aspect of your life be public because everyone has an opinion on it. And it's extremely overwhelming. And also not even being in the public eye, just when you're vulnerable and crying and when you're sad, people always want to ask questions. It's really hard for people to give space for people to not be okay. And I think when you have a great support system and people just let you be sad and are just there with you, it's really powerful. And I think so many people were shocked that Selena was going through so much pain because no one had any idea because from the outside, everything looked perfect. And during one of her concerts, she said on stage, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Some days I get up and I just can't, it's just too hard. And she just stopped singing and put her head on the piano. And everyone was so shocked and sad. And just like, what is happening? People had no idea. She had to cancel her tour in 2016. And during the documentary, documentary at this moment there was voice voiceovers of TMZ and all these people saying Selena Gomez has collapsed Selena Gomez had a panic attack Selena Gomez had anxiety she had to cancel her tour just all of these words and she said her thoughts at this moment were very powerful and she said I have to stop living like this why has the light become so far away everything I've done, I have wished for, yet it has killed me. She wanted to act and become famous, but the fame was killing her. So she was taken to a hospital and at the hospital, she ripped the IV out of her arm. So she was forcefully taken to a mental hospital. Her mom found out about her, me- her mental breakdown through TMZ. She wasn't talking to her family. She was pushing everyone away. She said nasty things to her friends and family. And she said after she came out of the hospital and was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, she said, I have like, I can't tell you about how amazing my support system was and how mean I was to all my loved ones. And they were still there for me when I was going through all this pain. I was so mean. I said so many things I regret. And they're still there. And her mom and stepdad said, now it makes sense that you have bipolar disorder because it was your disease talking, not you. And they had so much understanding and sympathy for her. And she had so much guilt and shame for feeling so bad with, for pushing all her loved ones away. she became more comfortable with her diagnosis of bipolar and Selena had to come to terms with it but she was terrified that she might have a breakdown like she did before whatever happens again I don't know 
if I will get out of the get out of it this time alive. I barely made it out of my last breakdown. But the more she learned about it, the less scared she became of it. Just like she said when she was little, when she was scared of thunderstorms, her mom gave her all these books, and the more she learned about it, the less afraid she was out of it. Knowledge is power. And the more she learned about her bipolar disorder, the less anxious she became about it. She gave a speech at the hospital, mental health hospital fundraiser, she gave a speech. And when she was working on her speech, her team said, maybe don't specifically say you have bipolar, maybe water down your speech a little bit, you know, because you don't want to worry about what people will say and think. And she said, I'm tired of worrying about that. If they can't accept me for every single part of me, then I don't want to work with them. And I thought that was a very brave statement. And during her speech, she said that like for the first time in a long time, she could say she's actually okay and not lying that she's okay. She actually feels okay. And I liked the last part of her speech that she said. I also struggle with my thoughts and feelings at times, but that doesn't make me faulty, that doesn't make me weak, that doesn't make me less than, that just makes me human. And everyone clapped and could relate to that, and so many people after her speech came up to her and said like, you sharing your story makes so many people feel less alone who have gone through similar things. And one girl came up to her and said like, I attempted a few years ago but it's been really hard for me and your speech really touched me and she said can I give you a hug and just hearing how her speech impacted people made her feel good and coming to term with her bipolar diagnosis and hearing what everyone said about her speech she said I'm ready to be sad and she wrote the song, Lose You to Love Me. And this was the fastest song she ever wrote, and it was about Justin Bieber, and she said, in order to be my true self, I have to go through the worst breakup of my life. Like, in order to be the best version of myself, I have to hit rock bottom, rock bottom, and then come back from it. And this song really touched a lot of people and made them feel like they're not alone and like, all the all the lyrics like you set fire to my purpose like that's a lyric in her song and just like all the pain and suffering she went through and just like realizing that realizing that it's important to love yourself and appreciate yourself like going through all that pain really made her love herself even more and that's what the song is about she said like loving yourself her team wanted her to do more promos now to advertise for her makeup line and her movies and her just do more promos more buzzfeed interviews more radio shows and she said i don't like doing these interviews because they make me feel like a product like they only care like oh what's your favorite color oh you eat oreos with a fork that's cool like the interviews weren't really deep and they were just like superficial shallow things but one interview they asked her like what 
what's your next big project? And she said, I like what I'm doing right now, but later I would really like to focus on philanthropy. That's a big passion of mine. And the interviewer really didn't care about that answer. And she said, well, after the cameras were turned on, well, great, really felt like you understood me. But she was really excited for her Kenya trip that was coming up soon. And in Kenya, she built some schools there. She fundraised money to build schools in Kenya, but she couldn't go for a really long time because of her kidney transplant, she couldn't travel. But now her body was healthy enough where she was ready to travel. She realized her favorite part of the job was connecting with people. When she went to speak at the mental hospital for a fundraiser and when she really connected with other people and before her concert, when she was meeting her fans before the concert, like connecting with the fans and making personal connections, that's what really fueled her, she realized. And before she went to Kenya, there was one interview where they asked her very meaningful questions and this was the first interview she really seemed to enjoy the first question was when you look at the mirror what do you see and she was like "Mm, why are these questions so deep but but also they're good questions um she said I'm still working on that I'm not really sure work in progress then they said what is your ultimate dream and she said my ultimate dream is to save lives through my songs my stories my sharing my experiences know so other people know that they're not alone in their experience like I really want to make a difference and I can't speak for other people but she you've definitely Selena Gomez definitely made a difference in my life and she through all of her philanthropy I feel like she's making a world of difference in many people's lives she is So now it was time for her to go to Kenya and she was so excited. She met with the elementary school kids first and she asked them like, what's their favorite song? What's their favorite color? And a lot of people's favorite songs, like these kids' favorite song was like, who's this? Who's this? That's one of my favorite Selena songs too. So, and then they were having lunch with a bunch of eighth graders and she started asking them questions and she said, And this one girl was telling Selena, who was about in eighth grade, saying that like, um, my, I'm, I'm one out of eight siblings and my parents want to marry me off. But since I got a free scholarship to go to a good high school, they said, we don't have to marry you off. And she said, I don't want to get married. I want to finish my education. And education is very important. And she said, I couldn't agree more. Selena Gomez said to this kid, this other kid said, yeah, I don't think I want to date until I'm in high school. I need to have a good foundation in my education first. And Selena said, smart kids, good to, like she agreed with their statements. And she hung out with them and they were all having a good time. And then she asked them, do you believe in love? And she was like, yes, I believe in love. Um, and they had a cute heart to heart. Then she went to the older schools, the older students, and there was a student, Betty, showing them around. And she, Betty is in nursing school, and she showed her through the classrooms. And then after, Selena Gomez and Betty had a conversation. 
and Betty was talking about how her dad recently died in a car accident and her mom had to take care of her other siblings and how she felt like a burden and really alone. So she went to a lake and was thinking about drowning herself and she sat there for a week. And then she realized that I don't want to do this if I go who will, what example will that set for my sisters and I need my family. So this is not what I'm meant to do. And then Selena Gomez said, that is so amazing what you said and I can really relate to that statement of wanting to hurt yourself and wanting to do something but not actually following through through with it because that's not what you're meant to do. Like, I really see you, Selena Gomez said. And and she said, it's an honor to meet you. And Betty said, it's also an honor and privilege to meet you. And thank you for saying that. And they really bonded. And then after all this, Selena was like, I've gone so much in this world. I want to give back. I feel like I don't deserve everything I have. And this being in Kenya is so amazing. Like, I don't want to leave. I want to stay here. And our friend Raquel's like, this is not real life. Like, you have your career and a bunch of stuff back back to do in the United States. Maybe you should make this like a quarterly trip. Just like come here to like recharge your soul and stuff. But, and she was like, no, I really don't want to go back. And she's like, but you can't stay here forever. And Selena's like, yeah, I guess. So then they had a couple of more days in Kenya when, and Selena was talking to our team and she was saying, I want to create a bill. So people have to learn like a therapy class in every grade. In elementary school, they teach you about your feelings, like happy, sad, like different emotions. And emotions only get more complicated as you get older. And you start with therapy class in high school, college, like continuing. I think they should put this in the curriculum. And someone's like, that's an amazing idea. Why don't, like, why don't you do that? And Selena Gomez was like, the truth is, like, I don't feel like I'm enough. Like, I don't feel like I can do this job. And then her team argued, well, I could argue that's why you would be perfect for this job. And she said, and she said, maybe. And then she, she was journaling by herself. And she said, the truth is, I never felt like enough. Even in a crowd of people, I focus in on the one person who doesn't like me and think about that. It's something that I'm working on. And then after that, she went back to the United States and was trying to work on this bill. But the organization that was working, that they were going to work with, was under investigation for fraud then she said oh no i have to start from scratch and then oh no then also during that time it was covid and also she had a flare-up so all these things she was saying like just when i felt like i found my purpose everything is taken away from me and when she had the flare-up she started breaking down it's like i can't do this pain again like like going through this pain again like i can't handle like why is this happening and then they call her doctor and she's like, okay, at least there's a reason why this is happening. We know why this is happening. So about the treatment, like having answers, going through mysterious pains and not knowing what causes them. That is the scary thing. Having answers gives me peace of mind. That's what Selena Gomez said in her documentary. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can totally relate to that statement. And then she went to her treatment center and she came back out of her treatment center and was a lot better 
and her flare-up has calmed down. She went back to trying to get this bill passed. So I like how Selena ended the documentary. She said a really beautiful quote, which was, I am full of doubt. I am sad. I am anger. I am angry. I am at peace. I am confident. I am a work in progress. I am enough. I am Selena. And I think that illustrates like this whole documentary, like really illustrates the point that like showing that it's okay not to be okay. Like there's nothing wrong with being sad, being depressed. Like that doesn't make you weak or a not strong person. Like we can be 20 different things at the same time. That just makes us human. And I saw this one TikTok where this person was like, where this person was telling his therapist, like, life is so up and down. Like Selena Gomez is like also up and down, like great highs, great lows, like just so much of a roller coaster. I wish it would be like a few bumps here and there, but mainly a flat line. And his therapist said, you know what happens when you flatline? You die. So life is about the ups and lows. Like when the lows are so low, that's what make the highs even greater. And I just think that Selena Gomez's documentary was really powerful and really moving and extremely brave to put herself out there. And I highly recommend watching it. I think a lot of people would get something out of watching this and mental health is extremely important so thank you all for listening i hope you all have a good day